the feng shui of everything doesn't matter how how expensive your stuff is right but it matters about the feng shui of it so i finally worked out on some like cheap office furniture just laid out so all my uh important stuffs are like in my peripherals so i could get to them really super quick nice got a picture of my setup hang on let me see if I can find it. I'll throw it in the uh, chat, the live podcast chat. People can check it out. It ain't nothing special, but it worked for while I was streaming. And my set setup includes a uh, Hemptations candle, hand poured with love. It's Aww. hashish and black tea. And my uh, my in laws got got it for me, man. Did they get like, you a hash candle? Yeah, hash and black tea candle. <laughs> With a with like a cardboard wick or or no uh with a hemp wick there we go oh dude they think you're a total hippie they're like <laughs> yeah, this pothead yeah, yeah. right and my wife got like ammo so <laughs> go, goes to... <laughs> incorporated in 1875 proclaimed as the city of destiny Tacoma has maintained itself as the city of grid. Tacoma kept its in-your-face artistry and individuality that sets it apart from anywhere else in the world. Our never-say-die attitude continues to this day. We are honored to bring to you those who live in Tacoma and its surrounding areas whose contributions are what bring this city to life. The reputation is real. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. Here are your hosts. Welcome to the Great City Podcast. I'm Derek. I'm Scott. I'm Jeff. And no Justin with us as he is out on assignment uh, this Friday night. Great, but quick recovery and much love to you. <laughs> I was trying to think of something funny. I don't got nothing funny to say about that. And then, man, I'm no good at radio stuff. I'm You're not. not. Like, yeah, when you, when, you, when you say stuff like that, I'm like, liar. Liar. <laughs> We're lying to these people. Stop lying. Yeah, it's not like we don't have a group Stop. chat that explodes at like three o'clock in the afternoon every day. Right. Right. right now, right. but in fairness, this is my first time hosting the GCP podcast. And honestly, I have no idea what the fuck to do because this is not a show I'm generally in charge of. Nice. That's not true. Oh, yeah. I'm not in charge of. I just try to facilitate all the crazy ideas that you guys have. Right. I feel like that's kind of what we all do, isn't it? Isn't it just kind of we all just bounce each ideas off each other and then just kind of work them out? That's that's entirely what we did for the last like half hour while we were bullshitting before we hopped in here. So that's how it should be. I know we're starting to sound like the 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 the, the uh, fucking the NPR ladies chat talking about shorty balls for Christmas. <laughs> that was a long reach for that. I had a sweaty and, balls for Christmas. What now? You ever I've seen that? never heard of this. Oh, you never heard? It's an SNL uh, skit with uh, oh. like Mary O'Terry and um, one of the Baldwin brothers, probably Alex Baldwin. And they're on like a, this NPR type of show. And he makes uh, Christmas style <laughs> uh, or uh, yeah, they're just like cake balls or something like that. You know, something. Uh, NPR's delicious thing. dish. There you go. Did you look uh, it up, post- Derek? Yeah, I'm posting it in the uh, 
recording chat. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to watch that later. One of oh. my favorite like podcast things that was a skit was uh, Portlandia. They had mm-hmm. done a true crime one. And it is so fucking accurate for so like I've done the true crime podcast style of show and it's a hundred percent what that is. Yeah. Are you into those at all, Jeff? True crime? Uh, not the podcast, man. I, yeah, I'm just not into the, the fucking real darkness right now. Yeah. That's I'm the same way, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I start watching that shit and I have to shut it off. I'm like, no, I gotta watch something funny. I can't, I can't get in this fucking weird, weird right. shit. Right, you know what I've been binging? Like fucking Hey Arnold. Like that's such a cool, well written show, and it's pretty, uh, lack of a better term, adultish. But it's very, it's very educated and it's light hearted. Even at the darker episodes, come out coming out okay. See, that's funny. I probably haven't watched that for years. I'll watch it again. It's kind of and and it's kind of fun. I so I kind of make it my bucket list to go through all these shows that I watched when I was younger and a uh, younger person and see if I still think the same thing about them. Um, Dude, I was hanging out with the uh, person and they were playing um, the SpongeBob SquarePants game. And I had like, I didn't realize how much of that cartoon is just stuck in my head, dude. Right. You know what I mean? For being a cartoon that just came out in the last like 20 years or whatever. Right. So I'm 50, right. We'll say, I'm not, but we'll just say 50. <laughs> so I, you know what I mean? 20, 25. I, I shouldn't have been watching cartoons, but I know I knew every character. I knew what they did no. and shit. I'm all, oh, yeah, she teaches him how to drive. <laughs> right. It was so, terrible. Yes. Uh, so they did push that for stoners. Like MTV had it on at 2 p.m. or 2 p.m. And do you remember the Taco Bell commercials when, when they were pushing uh they were talking about the munchies and stuff like that. <laughs> so yeah, they were running, uh, you know, that and, uh, Ren and Stimpy cartoons, Grand and Stimpy, Ren and Stimpy and SpongeBob hour, you know, that type of thing. So uh, yeah, I remember, yeah, I remember being a kid and, you know, having random bouts of insomnia, just waking up at like, you know, 11 o'clock at night and my mom still being up being like, Hey, let's go run to Taco Bell and then going home and watching Ren and Stimpy. Nice. And it wasn't until like, you know, several years later, I'm like, oh, she was just high as fuck every time. <laughs> <laughs> Things you don't know, right? I remember being at a buddy's house one time and we were all getting high, whatever. And then uh, he's like, my parents are home. And so we're like, oh, shit. We all like, you know, trying to run out of the house or whatever. And uh, I'm like, dude, are you going to get in trouble? And he's like, no, she, she's going to take our weed. <laughs> like, like they were going to take it from us, right? Yeah, that was the closest I ever came to. My parents didn't care. They were old by the time I was a, a teenager. I remember uh, talking to a buddy of mine. My old roommate used to work at uh, uh, Jack in the Box, and he worked with some dude who was perma-fried. Like, I, d- I don't know how he functioned as a human. And <laughs> he was over at his friend's place. This dude had an apartment. She was a single mother. And... um they're hanging out. It's like, dude, you know, go to the kitchen. We made, my mom made, you know, weed rice crispy treats. That's so I awesome. was all like, all right, awesome. So he walks in and he looks down. And he's like, motherfucker, these are fruity pebbles. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the guy in Portlandia, I've, I've seen him um, with the glasses. Uh, uh, Fred, Fred Armisen. 
Yep. Yep. He's in a show with Rob Lowe on Netflix. Yes, I, I love that show. Have you been watching it, Jeff? Yeah. Yeah. Me. Uh, <laughs> we just kind of put it on. I didn't know what it was, man. And the, about five, five minutes in, it was just boom, 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 all these one-liners and stuff. And uh, that's him and his son, man. Yeah. Rob Lowe is killing it in that show. I really like him. I think he's funny. You know, there's a big scandal when he was, I, I, and I turned to my wife and I said that, I said, do you remember Rob Lowe's big scandal? He got like pictures taken of like him and this underage girl back in the uh, nine, probably early nineties, eighties, eighties, nineties. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, exactly. I mean, in fairness, I don't follow celebrity stuff at all. So he's all wholesome now, you know, and uh, very handsome. I, and plus he's a good actor where I don't think, oh, that's Rob Lowe. You know, every time, every time you follow the the actor or or the character, right? Right. For some reason, I, his name just sticks in my head. But and I always think of him like whenever I think of Rob Lowe, I always think he should be older. But maybe that's because he's old and he just looks young. I don't know. Right. Is it kind of like that uh, Michael Sarah disease? Yeah. And he's very funny too. So that's that's the thing. Also, he so he's a triple threat. Like he's good looking, but he doesn't play like he's he could. Good he, looking, yeah. You know, plus I mean, he could play evil if he wanted to, and he could play sure. the 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 Cobra Kai type of guy. You know, all all the time. But you know, but now he he picked being funny. You know, which is uh, intelligent. I think shows intelligence. I agree. That's all. I've also I been watching. Oh, sorry, Jeff. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I said um, I've also been watching this um, reality show about people out in the woods. Um, what the hell is the name of it? Um, Seattle. No, it's it's like um, Survive or Outlast. Fuck, I can't remember. But oh, dude, they um, shit. have you seen this, Derek? Are, are they up in Alaska? Yes. I have not watched it. So, okay, my the things I've been watching, I've been getting back into wrestling again. Uh-oh. And I see ads for it constantly. Yeah. I haven't Dude. I haven't actually watched it. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty um I'm sure I was going to look it up but um Outlast I think it's called. Uh Yes, Outlast. It's pretty good. So they throw these people up there. I think there's 16 total, right? They put them on uh I'm not going to give any spoilers really. Um but they're all like survivalists, right? So they're all like their own person. And then they make right. them they they put them on a team of 4. Oh, and you have that. to win with your team, right? Yeah, they hate being on a team, yeah. man. Right, but you don't have to win with the team that you start with. Like, you oh. can change teams, right? Wow. And there's really not any real rules. They give them, they break them up into four quadrants. They put one team in A through D, and then they're just like, okay, we'll have a couple of, like, little challenges to get food or whatever, but then that's it. And so it's not very long in before someone's like, they're not getting food, right? And they're like, well... You know, we could go barter for food, or we could go barter for something to get food, or time to suck some could... dick, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> kind of no, dude. They immediately go to stealing shit. They're like, or we can just steal it, right? So then it's like, I'm gonna burn down your fucking camp. I'm gonna steal all your shit, <laughs> and you're gonna freeze for two days and go home, right? Because the only way to go home is to quit, really. Yeah, so that's uh, there's another show. It's called uh, Race to Survive Alaska. That's the one oh. I was thinking of. This sounds oh. way cooler, dude. This one was pretty good, and it got pretty dark, dude. There's a couple episodes where I was like, "I know, Holy it, shit, I can't believe they're doing this." It, it goes all Walking Dead, and or, uh, yeah, the Walking Dead. It goes quick Negan. too, dude. 
guy walk around the baseball bat and stuff. You're like, whoa, chill out, man. Just dude, fuck. it was way faster than I thought. It was like maybe two weeks in, and all of a sudden they're like, let's go steal their fucking sleeping bags. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, holy shit, this is going <laughs> sideways. Uh, it was. It's a pretty good show. I like I like those weird reality shows like that. Though. I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah. They 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 have their place, right? Oh, dude, it's a total voyeuristic thing, right? Watching people like at the worst. <laughs> oh, I've been watching a lot of stuff from. Uh, I think it's like Australian border guards or uh, cu- oh yeah, cu- those cu- are custom. Aust- yeah, Austria custom agents, and they're so polite as they're as they're running people through, and people just hand them the cocaine. They don't even have to search them. Really, it's like, yeah, you caught me, you know. Or some people keep keep on saying no, 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 and then all of a sudden, yeah, okay, and, uh, yeah, you caught me. Some of them just get uh, detained and they get fined, and they take the cocaine. And send Dude, it's got to take giant balls to try to bring illegal shit into the, another country. You know oh, what I mean? man. They do all sorts of ways, man. Oh, one guy, he swallowed it, and he went on a hunger strike for 48 days. Oh. That, that's how bad he didn't want to give up. He just lived off of cans of Coca-Cola. <laughs> he's all fuck you you're not getting it <laughs> yeah yeah and they're waiting for him to shit it out you know and he's like for the he lasted 48 days and the guy had like a sub sandwich or something the guard you know had his lunch out and he said that's what broke the guy was uh, <laughs> i love it was the sandwich that got him it was yep. the bread he could smell the bread he's all fuck it i give up right and so then after he ate it it wasn't long and he had him and eight guards around him waiting for him to take a crap <laughs> so they can grab the cocaine, but then they're worried about him too because they said they kept on testing like his sweat or something like that, and they kept on getting higher and higher, oh. and, and the amount of cocaine getting released in his system. Yeah, it's probably all leaking out in there, right? Oh, that's oh, why he didn't man. need to eat. He was just fucking tripping, tripping balls. He's <laughs> just like, I, I'm good. Uh, he was just high on cocaine for a month yeah. and a half. <laughs> He's like, fucking, let's party, let's do this, bro. Uh, I love it. So that's why you do that job. Now it makes sense. And in Britain, um, you know, they have like debt collectors. That's also another good one. It's called if they can't pay, pay, we take it back or something like that. And it's a little bit different there than it is here. Of course, it's Britain because they they could come in. So like if Jeff owes Scott money and, you know, Scott sends Jeff, you know, saying, hey, you owe me this money. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'll pay you Tuesday. I'll pay you Tuesday. Pay you Tuesday. You get so many of those. They call the the uh, count like they're from the council. They're debt collectors, and they can come into my house and oh, say, God. "Jeff, Jeff, do you have the money for Scott?" And I say, "No, I don't." Then they'll then they'll start looking around your house, saying, "Okay," or business. And I and if I say, "Hey, you need to get out of my house," they say, "Well, call the cops," <laughs> you know. So they'll call the you know, um, and. And they have different people. It sometimes it just takes like I'll say, No, can I pay you Tuesday? Can I pay you this much? And they'll say, No, we need at least half. And then they'll start stacking up chairs, you know. Damn. And they're like, Okay, okay, okay. I, I got a credit card. Here you go. But they'll they'll push these guys up to the limit where they just keep kind of harassing them. And uh it's a little bit different there than it is here. But it but again, everybody's polite. You know, they're just like, you can't get rid of us. We're here now. 
we're gonna you know and they try to pretend they're not the people they're after like or uh they'll take cars that's the first thing they look for is the cars you know and they say well that's my wife's car and and they go okay prove it you know and you got like five minutes to prove it here comes the boot yeah i uh i watch a youtube channel i think it's called the car catchers and they they just fucking go just scoop in and get cars dude they'll catch people like they'll, they'll they'll be like just filled up their car with gas and going into pay and this guy will fucking he'll back up like half a block scoop up in underneath it and peel out man while the guy's in there getting paying or whatever it's it's fucking terrible to watch but super fun as well yeah well did you hear so with all the autom- automated systems pretty soon your car is going to be able to repo itself yeah that makes sense i mean yeah a lot of a lot of that's been compared to uh just getting on the nerd shit like video games and the downloadable content like the fact that you could pay bmw to heat your seats oh subscription style yeah Yeah. so yeah you buy it with all the options but they're just not turned on and you have to go into subscription oh 100 that's that's gonna be my next business venture is hacking cars well that's what i said (laughs) oh that's what i said in my head i saw i just heard a thing on tech and in the morning or something like that about how they already did that to one of the cars that they actually took over once. I think it was something in the BMW where they had total control of it through one of one of the uh, apps in it. Yeah, it's it's one of those things that, like, I I have been a huge proponent of tech growing up. You know, through the late eighties, nineties, early aughts, like sci-fi tech shit. Seeing all of it boom in the way it did has been amazing and now i'm at that point in my life where it's like when it comes to ai shit and you know the dlc for cars and all that stuff i'm like okay you know what maybe we flew a little too close to the sun right oh everything there's some things we're not ready for like social media that's a big uh you know when it starts affecting political issues which 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 nobody was ready I had a whole conversation with a person at my work uh, actually earlier today talking about social media. It's like, yeah, no, I grew up with social media. Like she was talking about, oh, Facebook and it dying out and how, you know, Facebook is turned into MySpace. I'm like, shit, I used to be on LiveJournal. I know that was so cool. I, I remember when LiveJournal and uh, what was the first one? Gray, gray Matter was one. Yeah, I there think. was Gray Matter. There was Zanga. There was... Uh, Oh fuck! What was before that? You guys are dorks. Oh Scott, I know, I know, it's on the tip of your tongue. What? For what was before Zanga? No, I don't know. I don't know any of these things. My first social media probably was MySpace. It wasn't a BBS forum somewhere. Oh yeah, I well, I mean forums and that kind of stuff. Like those were. I mean, it was basically the same thing. Yeah, but I mean, uh, I feel like the difference between MySpace and like Facebook is it kind of gave you a home. You know what I mean? Like your own personal place. Oh, remember Angel Fire? Yeah. Oh, Angel Fire. Those places were great. All the gifts and stuff. Yeah. I like, I I know it sounds weird, but I like Facebook to keep in touch with people. I I just think it's handy. Right. Right. Um, I don't really get on there and post anything or really get into anybody else's stuff, but it's nice to be able to go on there and, and contact people if you need to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like no, the new telephone book almost. It it really is. Like I, I had a whole bunch of friends on Facebook because of podcasting and trying to network through it and shit. And I'm like, you know what? Like I whittled it down to like a hundred people and I'm like, 
these are people I actually give a shit about what they post. And even then, like the algorithm's so fucked anyway that I won't see a post from anyone for like six months because I hadn't talked to them. Right. Um, as far as AI goes, dude, I love AI. I think it's fantastic. Oh, no. And I love living through the shit right now where you see <laughs> it like doing crazy shit. Did you guys see where it tricked a, um, a person into uh, uh, completing a captcha for it? <laughs> I have not. Oh, yeah, dude. It, it's like, no, I'm not a robot. I'm just a person who can't see. Please do this captcha for me. The guy's like, okay. <laughs> uh, this is awesome. We're going to be fucked. Shit like that. Yeah, I think it's hilarious. But then you have, and I'm going to post this story down uh, uh, in the live podcast recording chat. <laughs> like you have, you have this dude. Yeah, you have this dude who's using SWAT to make AI voices. To call in SWAT calls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, there's going to be like launch orders. There's going to be launch. Yeah. Like a lot oh, yeah. of shit's going to get crazy, dude. Yeah. I love it. I think it's fucking great times we're living in. <laughs> oh, it's going to be. We got to be buckling up. Yeah. I like, I like that shit, man. I love reading it. I love that people are nervous. Um, but I, I also enjoy that it's out there, right? I don't think they should, they should stop looking into it. I say go. No, I, really? I I agree. I think it should be out there, but I also think there should be more. And it's it's the self policing thing with being more ethical about the ways we use these things. I mean, sure, I guess. <laughs> well, it'll, I think it will reach its pinnacle, like we re we reach the moon level, is when it's like an AI porn on demand. When you could say just a, a category of porn or a oh, certain there goes situation, my Google history right now. I'm just saying <laughs> that that's when that's where they're going to say, "All right, we've gone far enough with it." That's when you can just name two people, you can say, "Hey, make yeah. me a oh, porn a, with these two oh, people doing this." Yeah, on the moon. Yeah, you can say that, oh, or, or or in my room, or next to me, or whatever. Oh yeah, and then it's just bam, it's there, and you're like, "Hey." And you're like, hey, you, know? right you could do like 80s. You could do mixes and matches like people from Full House. And Jeff, stuff. I feel like I'm this isn't saying, the first time know. you've thought of this. I feel no, like... we talked about this before, I think. Oh, have Maybe we? that's why you've heard this Shit. before. <laughs> yeah, I we said... were talking. Yeah, we had a whole conversation at the Super Bowl party about uh -huh. uh, deep fake. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, you can't believe me. I don't nothing, think I was at that party. But... <laughs> I think you were the one who initiated the conversation. Oh, fuck. <laughs> But I think that's that that's where we're going we're going to stop because yeah you're not going to be able to can uh believe anybody. Well, you almost can't now. I mean even right now like they in uh like almost anything that happens. Well, I don't want to say anything, but they use it in like politics, right? Like they've right. had oh, yeah. things come out about politicians. Well, specifically in Russia they had some stuff come out and the two guys that they recorded, they were like, "No, that shit's fake." <laughs> nope, wasn't me. I didn't say that shit. <laughs> right? The the way I look at society a lot of the times, just at a high level, is that society's always been kind of a pendulum, right? Like you go super conservative and then you went the the hippie movement swinging hard the other way. And tech's kind of doing the same thing. Like we grew up saying, no, don't tell anybody who you are online. Like don't use your real name, you know, all that stuff. And then it's it swung over into the oh well you can trust everyone if everyone's honest about who they are so you had social media swing and now well, it's kind of swinging now right like we you get a check mark because you've been verified they know exactly who you are yeah you get a check mark for paying a whole ten dollars a month 
<laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> but you you get you get what I'm saying. Like, yeah, exactly. And now it's swinging the other way again, where it's like, okay, now don't believe anything online anymore. Well, well, it used to, well also j- just like you say, it used to be the wild west, and so now yep. the internet and, and technology also is now so governed or governed that it there's money in it, and people know how to weaponize it now, and uh, for everything, and yeah. So it's no fun anymore. But at the beginning, it was so fucking cool. Only a few of us knew how to weaponize it then. uh, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) No comment. (laughs) Oh, it was was definitely. And I heard, you know, positive things about social media was a chance to connect with people, keeping an eye on government, right? You know, where, where everybody could now listen into everybody else's town hall meetings to say, well, is everybody saying the same thing? You know, that type of th- uh, thing to say, well, I didn't know that was voted on, you know, because I wasn't there. Well, now you could be there. There could be somebody there. Dude, I don't think social media, my my personal opinion, this is my opinion. I don't think it's that. I know this is going to be hot take. Here we go. Hot take. <laughs> I don't think it's that bad. I I really feel like you, just like real life, you you can get caught up in a bubble of just yeah. the people that that only hold your opinion and the only you only want to talk to certain people or you can get out and ride a fucking bus you know what i mean right. you can get out in public and when you get out in public you realize that there's a lot of fucking weirdos out there just right. like online <laughs> there will be people humping your leg yeah. yeah it's the same thing right i'll bet the fucking ratio is even probably higher in real life Right. Yeah, but the other side of that, like you grew up seeing it come come to pass to where it is sure. now. Like you grew up being like, hey, you only know the community around you. Yep. And you could feel out of place because, you know, for whatever reason you don't associate with XYZ or you want to associate with ABC, sure. that's fine. And the internet was a way to find those silos that you couldn't find. 100%. So you could have some community. And now it's to the point where it's like, oh, well, I'm just going to stick in the silo because they think exactly how I do. I don't have to think for myself. Yeah, but that's, I, I feel like that's a personal choice people make. And maybe they don't right. make oh, 100%. it. They, don't, they might not make it um, consciously, right? But it's just a lot easier to just be around people you agree with. And you don't have to spend yeah. the energy on figuring out why you disagree with people. Yeah, absolutely. I do it too. Um well, I and I do miss like if you watch uh, the Muppet Show, uh, the OG Muppet Show on um, uh, Disney Plus. Yeah, they, I can't. It creeps me out. Oh god, it's so cool because it was very diversified. You had a different genre of entertainer every week, um, and these these dudes were even like, "Who who the fuck? How did you get up on a kid show? You know that type of thing." And it was very. Um, creative but you were exposed to a lot of things yeah they had like adult um not adult when like like porn (laughs) but they had like adult movie actors on the show but didn't it play like um prime time like at five or six or something right yeah i remember uh when i watch when i watch it now it reminds me of fall uh so yeah it got dark so about five six seven you know Usually on a Saturday or something like that. Yeah. Uh, they did re- reruns on the weekdays. Um, but I always remember coming in from the outside into the warm. And then my glasses always fogging up on me. So you'd wait till your glasses defogged before you could watch it. You could only hear it. 
Yeah, see, dude, yeah. I don't like puppets. They, but, they do honestly creep me out. Oh, <laughs> but they like did. You know, yeah, they did everybody from like Bob Hope to the Alice Cooper to John Denver to. And yeah, just the choreography and the songs and the stuff are just through, through the riff. Liberace and everybody in, in between people you you forgot about, you know, just like, oh, I remember that guy. Yeah, there was a, uh, and I showed my wife this clip a couple weekends ago. Uh, there was Ozzy Osbourne, and I can't remember if it actually happened on Muppet Show, but that's what I always associate it because back in the Napster days, that's how I found it. But it's of uh, Ozzy Osbourne doing a cover of uh, Staying Alive by the Bee Gees. That's awesome. But it's one of those dumb associations I have from being a teenager on the internet, being like, hey, when you looked it up, it's like Ozzy covering, what did they call it, Disco Train or something like that from the Muppet Show. <laughs> do you guys have any cool cover songs that you like like all, songs that get covered all, all the time do you yeah i fuck i used to have a whole playlist of it i don't anymore but i i absolutely love like i i will watch a lot of youtube music rabbit holes when i've been drinking of just like let's just listen to these random bands that are cool in concept or their cover bands there's a couple um, of good uh, YouTube channels where they actually cover music. I'm trying to think of the one guy's name where he does rock covers of everything. Is it the guy who does uh, like the 10 second covers? No, this guy does full songs. Um, I just, I'm spacing his name, but there's a couple of, of decent channels um, that just do rock covers. I, oh yeah, I, there's, there's all sorts. But what I specifically loved growing up as a, uh, as a teenager, like when I started really getting into music, at like 16 17 18 was finding covers from big name bands so like corn covering uh metallica's one yeah or metallica covering bread fan yeah i like covers i like uh any anything by that one dude oh fuck i forgot his name uh, not zeke um hey didn't we see them jeff we did we watched them live man well yeah we did I know who you're talking about. He's on YouTube, right? Yeah. Uh, I know. I was trying to come up with his name, too. I was, I'm totally scrolling through YouTube right now trying to find his name. But Spotify also. They have his songs on uh, the Spotify. Yeah, he does a good job. He covers a lot of songs. Well, and there's another album that is absolutely fantastic. It's by uh, Between the Buried and Me. Okay. Called The Anatomy okay. Of. And it's all songs that they grew up and that got them into making music. Oh, that's fun. So if you're a fan... Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm popping it up right now just to see what songs they covered. Leo. Leo, there you go. Yeah, fucking Leo. Oh, see, I'm not a fan of Leo's covers. Oh, oh really? God. Yeah, it's just his style, it it if you watch a bunch of them back to back, it's just him playing this song as close oh, yeah. as he can. It's yeah, not him making it his own style. Uh yeah, yeah, I just like his But 100% like if if you're into it, you're into it. Like I, there's I'm not. I'm not going to shit on you for liking it. It's just. It's not for me. Yeah. I, yeah. And I like the songs he picks, and that's that. Uh, helps me too. That's, those are my jams. Um, Inagata de Vida by Slayer. You want an awesome jam because it, it's very cool. These kids keep it together where you think they're just going to lose it, and they bring it back around. And it's a fun. You don't know whether to fuck it, fight it, or eat it. You know. There was a bunch of uh, six six feet under covers 
going around for a while. You guys know who Six Feet Under is, but yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. He was doing. They had Britney Spears covers, right? <laughs> and that guy has like the deepest voice. It's great. Yes. I love it. Yeah. There's another one I'm trying to find, and I, I'm pretty sure the wife in chat will know who I'm talking about. Where he does like, what if Metallica played X? Oh yeah. yeah. Or what if Slayer covered okay. Y? I I can't find him right now. I'm trying to to look him up. I know who you're talking about. I just don't remember his name. Well, and then there's a uh, another guy. Um, I think his name is Alex Melton. Uh, where he does what he calls uh, but he plays country covers of pop punk songs. Yeah, nice. Uh, I'll post his channel, but he called. Oh fuck! What did he call it? Oh, he called it a uh, alternative. Yeah, that's fun. But he, oh. like, they are surprisingly good. Like, he did one where it's like, "What if the church band listened to Wonderwall and shit like that?" <laughs> well, dude, I'm I'm surprised at how much like, I guess country rap there is out there that's oh. like legitimate music. They right? sh- they they should be slapped, yeah, dude. There's a lot out slapped. there. It's like, hey, the, come the, here, come here. I want to slap. Just there's a lot man i was so i was so surprised i had a buddy who sent me a song and this guy was like full-on rapping i'm like okay right and then it you know how you you play something on youtube and you just kind of it just keeps putting stuff in your thing stop it scott stop dude I, <laughs> there is good. so much i'm not saying oh, it's good yeah. i'm just saying there's a lot of it out there it should be an epidemic if they want money to stop something. They should. They well, it's do definitely that. an epidemic because there is a lot of it out there. They need to get rid of that. I saw one where some lady was doing something, and I felt bad for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad for just white people. I felt bad for the oh, for dude, rappers. Yeah. I felt bad for there was a um, women. I felt bad for everybody. No, no, there was a uh, punk. Um, punk covers of rap songs like 90s oh, rap songs. uh pop pop goes punk that yeah, was another those were series pretty good. i absolutely okay e- e- yeah there's some things that just don't fit <laughs> no i i love the the mashup between different genres like that's that's on par for hearing a band cover another band i agree uh, and I understand some of that works, and then some of it don't work for me. Uh, oh, um, Metallica has one that's called Metallica's Blacklist, and it has like Ghost singing Inner Sandman, and then the Ooh, that's um, cool. The uh, the my super all time favorite is um, Sad but tr- True by the Mexican Institute of Sound, um, where it's in Spanish, but this thing fucking rocks. Like you turn it, you turn it, you turn it up in your car, and you gotta listen to the whole thing. The first time I listened to, I was like, I don't know where this is going, but it it, it it's a real thumper. Dude, I am the worst about listening to music I can't understand. <laughs> you don't have to. That's the fun thing. It just it's a very rhythmic. Um, yeah, it's just you just sit back and enjoy it. You don't have to understand what it is. Yeah, I have a couple of bands like that that I listen to that speak. A whole other language that I have no idea what they're saying. I just like the songs. Oh, that that's one of my big guilty pleasures is um is K pop on occasion. There's <laughs> one K pop band nice group that they're not around anymore, but absolutely uh was in love with specifically the song like the, the lead singer, her vocal style. It's uh AOA, Aces of Angels. Like their videos are just very well produced and 
yeah, it's just it's fun. Did you start, so did you say it was AOA is the name of the band? Yeah, AOA. Okay. I love that, dude. But yeah, it's like listening to my Spotify playlist. It's like looking at it. It's like, oh, okay. You listen to Metallica. You listen to Slayer. You listen to Korn. Oh, also here's some K-pop from Twice and AOA and BTS and all this shit. It's like, yeah, this is why I can't have nice things. I think you should have, I think you should have a varied taste in music. You know, I love heavy, I love heavy music. It's just what I was, I was born and raised on, I guess. Not really, because my parents all listen to country, Um, but it's what I enjoy the most, right? Um, But I listen to other shit all the time, man. If I'm hungover, man, I'll turn on jazz. I don't know anything about jazz. I just like the way it sounds when I'm hungover. (laughs) Yeah. No, we've uh, been listening, like, when we play board games, we'll throw on a random playlist, and sometimes it'll be, like, you know, 2000s rock, or, like, we'll have um, something that Justin would be more apt to to know what I'm talking about, but, uh, like, where it's brassy, jazzy instruments, but with EDM-style beats to it, stuff like that. It's just like, yeah, this is what we're vibing with right now. Let's, uh, or, yeah, Christina posted in the chat, Electro Swing. Sure. Um, you know, that's just what we're vibing with that day, and it's all over the place. Yeah, I dig it. I'm the same way. Right. Well, there's always the, there's the there's the saying that um there's two types of music, good and bad, and you get to pick which is which. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, that's true. Oh, I like that. Right? Fine, Jeff. Bam. <laughs> I see Jeff Jeff popping out the mic drop, the words of wisdom right there. Uh do we want to take a quick break, refill our drinks? Yeah, that works for me. All right, we'll be back shortly. I am with Rusty with RCF Exteriors. Rusty, how are you doing? Not bad, not bad. You do really good work. I try, yes. You created this studio with me. I helped, at least the front part, you know. Yeah. Placing the windows, framing up the walls. But also beyond that, I had you come and do what RCF Exteriors is known for which is windows. Yep. The price was better than anybody else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we kind of have a saying where it's, uh, you can pay whatever you want for windows. But for actually the same windows you get anywhere else, you get the same install, but not for these crazy prices. People can go and check out a lot of the work that you've done at rcfexteriors.com. And the quality of the work and the price speak for themselves. Give them a call at 253 446 8845 and give me your motto because I think it's fantastic. That's <laughs> cut wood, not corners. RCF Exteriors. Check them out at rcfexteriors.com. We are back. Everyone have a nice drink? Yes. I have a new drink. Do you have a drink? I drink my drink. What? I I don't I actually don't drink mixed drinks all that often anymore. I'll just go straight for a shot, honestly. Oh. Nice. Do you do a full size like so for a shot, do you like do a shot glass? Just fill up a shot yeah, glass, do it? Yeah. Okay. Nice. Like a double or just like a normal shot? No, just a normal shot. Spread it out so I, you know, don't drink an entire fifth and then regret my life. I like that. So I had a friend, we had a discussion one time. He was, <laughs> he, he likes to take a shot of vodka in the morning. This oh. is his gig, right? I know, right? <laughs> That's how yeah, I felt I worked with someone who did that and they were an alcoholic. Well, that's what I told him. I said, you're an alcoholic, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, you're just getting drunk like ahead of everybody else. And he's like, no, because he doesn't drink the rest of the day. He just likes that shot in the morning because it gets him going, right? It's like his uh, coffee in the morning. He's not drunk. No, if I do a shot in the morning, it's to cure a hangover, and then I'm sitting on the couch the rest of the day. So I've only really done that one. I mean, I'm sure I've done Air of the Dog, right? 
but there was one time specifically that where I got up and I was like, dude, I'm going to take a shot. <laughs> and I did a shot to, to knock it out. And it was not the best idea. I have legitimately done that before grocery shopping because the wife was driving. But just in a, I'm going to start my day and then go to work and shit. No, not at all. Do you think he has a problem though? Like it's just because his timing is off. Like you can have a drink at night, one drink a night. And n- oh no yeah. One... And, and a hundred percent, like I've worked graveyard shifts where it's like, I got home. <laughs> she wasn't working my... graveyards though. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I've legitimately been, when I was living in my apartment up on the third floor, we faced the parking lot and a hundred percent, I got home. 7.30 in the morning, cracked a beer. I'm out there drinking a beer, having a cigarette while people are getting ready to go to work. And they're looking at me like I'm the alcoholic. So, Yeah, we would do the same thing. Like um, in Nevada, growing up in Nevada and working at mines, right? Because we'd rotate shifts. So we yeah. were graveyards and whatever. And you'd get off and the casinos are always open. So you'd get off after work. You'd roll in. You'd get breakfast. You'd have beers with breakfast, which is kind of weird. Right. Well, yeah, we have Bloody Marys and stuff. People sure. drink in the morning yeah. all the time. Yeah. Right. And shift workers are a thing, right? Like it's a Screwdrivers. thing. Screwdrivers. Yeah. Sure. But is it weird to take like a shot a, a shot of vodka instead of coffee? Like first when thing in the morning. you first wake up before you start your day, uh, yeah, a little bit. It's weird, right? That's what I said. But I mean, but it's, then, kind of the, it's kind of the same way as like doing a wake and bake, right? I guess, yeah. Especially vodka, but vodka is also you said vodka, right? Or yep, it was a shot of vodka. Yeah. I isn't isn't vodka like a sterilizer? Isn't it like wouldn't you want to kill all the bad breath germs and everything? <laughs> I I don't know. I think it's just a sterilizer because the alcohol content's high, right? I think like, so. Right, right. That's all. I'm just saying, it's not the worst way. Yeah, I don't know. But he's still my friend. <laughs> well yeah he needs that support group uh yeah well different things man you know I've, I've been looking up like traditions around the world and watching a lot of uh youtube who am i lying i or lying to right i'm not looking anything up i'm watching it on youtube oh dude i um, i live on youtube <laughs> like i watch youtube more than any other streaming service any tv show i agree i do the same Right, and it's all British and around the world. And yeah, there's just a lot of different little customs about drinking, especially that that would look weird to us, but are not, you know. And we look weird to them. Well, hundred percent. Like there was a a conversation I was listening to on another podcast where they were talking about like the sugar content and how American foods are banned in other countries because they're so high in sugar, so high in sugar, and just the chemicals we use. Yeah, the good stuff. Especially the chemicals. Yeah, they're like, we wouldn't give us to our dogs. Oh, yeah. It's like, okay, you know what? If you want this, we have to limit it to where you can have only, you know, 300 grams of Pop-Tarts in one purchase. I don't know. How, how do people expect to live forever if they don't replace all their cells with plastic? Right. Good point. I know. I know. Sometimes we deserve what we get. I love junk food. I'm a junk food guy. I enjoy it. What's right. your junk food? What's your go-to? Oh, all of it. Um, the worst thing, my worst thing is uh, chips, dude. Potato chips. Oh, yeah. Potato chips are my, my big one. Yeah. I love them. I want some now. <laughs> Jeff used to eat them on the podcast. Right. Yeah, I believe me. As a longtime listener, I'm so glad that that got edited out. I can't, <laughs> I can't stand people eating on mic. Our our listeners love it. They ask for it all the time. I, I am your <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Right. Well, I'm watching it now. Everything salt and sugar we're trying to cut back on. My wife's done really good. She's cutting back on a lot of sugar. Um, nice. 
And um, I cut back, but I don't turn it down. Right. Dude, you well, know. people don't realize how much sugar is in everything, right? Right. Just get just uh, stopping drinking Pep- Pepsi every day. Like, I would drink at least two a day. I've lost a ton of weight. Where oh, I, yeah. No. Uh, like, I used to, I used to when I was 18, I would go and play D&D and fucking crush a 12-pack of soda like it was nothing. And then realizing, oh, there was, you know, 20,000 fucking calories I just drank. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, well, and I also said, yeah, um, and, and it drops off men. It's harder for women. Women, after I said my wife did good, she actually worked. She's, she's lost 100 pounds in total. Nice. Uh, of, of dieting and Good exercising job. and, um, you know, just mo- monitoring her intake. Um, but I did not work that hard. I just stopped drinking. A- <laughs> oh, yeah. like, I just stopped drinking soda. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> yeah, when, when, when I was drinking a bunch of soda, like I've cut back a lot of my soda intake. Like I'll still drink energy drinks and shit, but like uh, my soda intake when – I dropped, or when I swapped over to like diet, I dropped ten pounds like within a month. And and you know, food ha- is starting to taste a lot better. You remember the first turkey baking, turkey bacon? Yeah. Um, and people could argue, oh, it's not good because you're still frying it. But uh, we 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 bake I, it. I will then, still argue against turkey bacon. Hundred <laughs> percent. I don't know. And now it's very good. It's very like it's bacon, man. I think you're just getting used to it, Jeff. And that yeah, too. I was gonna say that's your but, you you're on a forty eight uh, day hunger strike, and someone comes <laughs> in with a Sunday sandwich. <laughs> that's the best fucking sandwich ever. And also, we she we go to Costco. I I when when people say, "Well, it tastes better," did you get it at Costco? Yeah, well then that, that's cheating. Like you know, but but if you get it like at Walmart or something, I say, "Okay, I understand that." But, but yeah, this turkey bacon's usually from Costco, so it's, yeah, it's man. Magical. Well, they do they they do like they scientifically study how things test right like you know that they make them like uh what's hyper palatable right. an actual thing they oh, do yeah. right so well yeah that's what i was just saying so eating healthier and still expensive as fuck we're we're dealing with that where we're adjusting our spending and and right. moving money around just to get fucking groceries just for two people but uh, that aside it is getting more choices to eat healthy and not break the bank you know Yes. Yeah, I mean, we went to Winco last week, and I think I dropped like two hundred bucks. Which at Winco, if I dropped two hundred bucks, you know, five years ago, six years ago, that's me for a month. And now it's like, oh, okay, cool, I'm covered for two weeks. Winco is an employee owned, I do believe. Yeah, which I think is super cool. Yeah, it's down in Eastern Washington, also, or where we lived. I don't go grocery shopping, so I can't tell you. I don't know how much anything costs. You just send the wife out, or do you do the delivery? I, um, a little bit of both. She doesn't want me to go because I'll just come back with beer and potato chips and pickles. Right, that's where I know those are at. So why did you just buy pickles and ranch? Well, what else do we need, Mama? Shit <laughs> <laughs> for tacos. Everybody knows that. <laughs> but uh, also, uh, we got hungry root. We do. We do the hungry root. Also, we get some really neat stuff. Like I tried uh, fruit snacks called uh, Chum C H U M. Yeah, I wanted to not say that. <laughs> Are say you that sure that's what small. it was, Jeff? <laughs> yeah, it, has, it has a panda bear on it too. It's called Panda Chum. It's <laughs> pretty close. I don't know. <laughs> I think someone's tricking you. Right? Yeah, I now read. Know why I, they're endangered? <laughs> I slowed down my roll and I read. I read the the ingredients and um 
Yeah, but no, it's chum. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Uh, I think so. <laughs> I think the H is silent, bro. <laughs> yeah, right. I know, right. But anyway, I, I requested those because they're they're big pieces of a triangly cut, triangly cut pieces of like fruit leather. So like tortilla chips? Oh, smaller, smaller, almost like a thumb, about big as your thumb. Huh. A chump size. <laughs> the, the the chump pieces are as big as your thumb. You know, sometimes you get the, right, right, you can fix some chum on your com- on your thumb. Ooh, I messed that up. Oh God! I'm gonna type chum fruit snacks in my. Oh, you're going on a list. <laughs> <laughs> oh nope, it came up and there's a fucking panda on the on the label. All right, yeah, go post it in the uh, the live podcast recording chat. So is this like a snack service or something, Jeff? You do? Oh no, it's uh, hungry where they have like full meals, or they send you the ingredients for. Oh, okay. Thing, so you're putting together fresher product, fresher things. Like everything is, um, uh, you get, you know, the potatoes, you get the fish, you get the the different things. They do pork chops. They do a lot of stuff that you pick, and then you just put it together yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing too. You have to eat it within a certain amount of time, so it does keep. So it doesn't just sit in your in your refrigerator. Uh, we, we've we've had issues. Everybody has issues, right? But uh, yeah, we did Blue Apron for a while. Oh, yep. That, yeah. Um, and it was all right. I mean, pricing wise, though, is where it kind of kills it for us. Yep. Right. But yeah, it was nice to try shit that we didn't normally eat. Right. So, and that's the thing too. We would try it for a little bit, and we'll stop. <laughs> you know, when we when we. Uh, but it's always good to try. Turn it on. Turn it off. You know. So the new thing see I've seen. Um. Yeah, it's like so they have the like we're talking about where they send you the groceries, right? You, mm-hmm. you know where the new thing I've seen is a um, they have a I don't know they call it a kitchen robot or a kitchen or a a robotic oven. Have you guys seen this? And so it um, oh shit, uh, have you seen this? Have yeah, they come like the meals come prepared, but they're cold, or you make them and they stay cold in this machine. They stay cold until they're ready to cook, and then the machine turns to a oven. And cooks your meals. <laughs> I'm gonna see if I can find it. Oh, um, there's a couple. Yeah, of them. please. There was so there's a. Uh, Sorry, I just had a YouTube video just go off in my ears. Are you uh, are you YouTubing right now as well? No, I was I was trying to look it up. Oh. So there's a channel I watch that does uh, as seen on TV reviews. Nice. Uh, it's called uh, Freaking Reviews, and. Oh. Yeah, he's, yeah, yep, that's it right there. The sous vide 3.0 <laughs> kitchen robot. Yes. Like, he reviews shit like that. That was the first one that popped up. Yeah, he, he reviewed one that was like that, where it's just like, oh, you can load in. And it wasn't like a meal prep one, though. Like, his was like, oh, put a chicken breast on this one, put your veggies yeah, on Yeah, so this you can tray. do them yourself, but then the, yeah. um, the companies, like, that's the, that's the upsell, right? Is yeah. hey, we'll just send you pre-made ones. Yeah, and and one hundred percent. It's just like okay, download a uh, recipe on your phone and press that, and it'll automatically cook it, like change your temperatures, braise it when it needs to, all that shit. And it looked it looked legit, but well, it's like it, it's like TV dinners from the from the eighties and nineties, right? But you just have oh, 100%. A, a, your own machine to to heat it up for you. One hundred percent. But like, I'm poor and I'm an adult and I learned how to cook, so. That's the trade-off. Like I could spend, I could use you know my several hundred dollar oven, or I could spend the same amount for something that's the size of a microwave to do it for me. Agreed. 
I just thought it was neat, and I like automation, stuff like that. Oh, so. 100%. I do, too. But, yeah, it, it's one of those, like, if I won the lottery, I would have this. Oh, it'll, it's going to come down in price, right? Like, those kind of things are going to be, you know, in the next 10 years, you're going to have more things like that. They have composters, too. Same thing. Like, it just sits in your kitchen, and you just dump your food scraps in it and then turn it on, and it just turns it into compost. Okay, I'm actually into that idea. See, <laughs> I'm telling you, everything's going to be like um, automated and robotic here in the in the next few years. I really believe that. All right. See, that's where AI needs to go. We need that Jetsons future shit. Kind of. Dude, who who has the little robotic vacuum? Right. I do. Right? Like yeah. everybody has those, right? Yeah. That was actually my, um, my in-laws when we moved into our house. They're like, hey, we want to buy you a housewarming gift. That was the one thing I put on the list. Did you get it? Yep nice <laughs> those are handy but that's like basically what the lady did on the jetsons you know, she always had the fucking vacuum out right rosie yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever <laughs> i don't remember her name was that her name yeah rosie the robot yeah i i think that's where maybe uh futuristic are getting or the uh, sci-fi sci-fi people are getting it wrong where our robots aren't going to look like you know us per se they're all going to be a lot more uh skinnier and, and uh, smaller and deadlier well not the sex robots those are going to look just like people i don't know they're going to look, look, look <laughs> so like mine is it <laughs> going to look like a can a little handheld can oh. um oh uh, somebody's getting a robot dog some somebody uh some police force is getting some sort of robot dog oh i, I totally know. believe that uh, it, oh, i yeah, think it's, it's um... local uh Boston Dynamics. Yeah, they're using those style of robots for them. Yeah. That's crazy. That that to me is uh like some 1984 shit, right? Right. That's that scary. scares me. Yeah, when you see one <laughs> of those things crawling in after you if you're trying to hide you what if you're tweaking out and you're in a corner and that fucking thing comes crawling at you, you know? Right. Like what if I've barricaded myself in my house and I don't want to come out? Right. <laughs> That's called Saturday, all right? Right. Those robots have no chill, man. I love how quickly, Scott, you've been talking about like supporting all this tech, and immediately you turned on it. Like, I'm fine with Robocop talking shit, but when he actually wants to come and see me, fuck him. Ah, uh, dude, I, I like things that make my life better, but robot cops do not seem like they would make I, my life better. A hundred percent agreed. You know what I mean? That's I don't know. I, that just seems I, I, where I'm I draw not the line. With that at all. I, don't know. I, I agree. I don't even like the fucking video, like the cameras on the streetlights. I think th those drive me nuts. I, I, I guess yeah. I'm the I'm the guy that like if you don't get caught, it doesn't count. Right. <laughs> I mean, fair. We grew up that way too. So, and, and we're we're fucked. I mean, there's not a lot we're gonna do about it. Uh, no, because we're 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 already uh, sold, bought, or whatever. One hundred percent. Yeah, you know, uh, the 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 big the big uh, empire companies, you know, the evil empire companies, you know, they they pay billions of dollars in just learning how people's eyes work, you know, how uh, how to keep somebody's attention and how yeah. to tell if that you have somebody's attention. Well, that's what the next VR is going to be, right? <clears throat> yeah. It's a, a little hologram holographic lens, right? And it and it um Oh, yeah, hololens. Yeah, but they uh, the way they work is basically just like your eyes. Like they have a section in the middle that's super clear where you're looking. So it kind of like tracks where your eyes are and makes that part clear. Mm -hmm. And then it gets um, fuzzier from there out, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, and then five years after it's like mainstream, then you start seeing pop up billboards and shit like that. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, it's well, they have classes coming out as well. Like I think yeah. I know Amazon does. I'm I'm sure um, Facebook will. Google Glass was a thing for a long time, right? Right. That one was kind of like they they came out a little bit too early, you know. Well, yeah, because you had those, and then like everyone shit on them. You got people getting yeah. beat up at bars wearing beat them, up. and then immediately after that, you had like TikTok glasses, and everyone right. fucking wanted to buy them. You just got to be cool. That's the problem. Well, that's the thing. See, they shot too high, so. The people that bought the Google Glass were more educated. And even though it was like a bar situation, but with the Instagram or the Snapchat one, you know, you're hitting a Snapchat, little lower. That's the, that's the one I was trying to think of. Yeah, you're hitting you're hitting a little lower. I'm going to say it a little lower demo, and everybody can argue about that. But, you know, especially age group also. So they don't yeah. know how dangerous they are. Everybody above that knew how dangerous this was, whether it was uh, perceived danger or actual danger, you know. Again, like we like when we talked about it at the beginning of this episode, it's like, you know, we grew up with the tech when, you know, to, to, to play into the stereotype, we had parents that didn't know how to change the uh, time on a VCR. It's kind of doing the same thing. But it's also cool because I want them for my glasses. I want things to pop up. I I love uh, the car I have now, you know, because it talks to you and, and you know, and I could uh, watch where I'm going. And Right. Do the heads up display, like showing you where to turn and what lane to get into instead of looking a, down all the time. Right. That would be great. That, that would be fun. Yeah. But we're just old. That shit's going to drive for us here pretty soon. See, I'm 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 into the cybernetics idea of that, like. The the nerd like the true nerdy shit where it's like oh you have a cyber eyeball that can do all that shit for you right? yeah into that I love that shit right. um, Teslas have you guys ridden in a Tesla No I have not Oh my god dude I rode one one time just once I rode with a buddy and he was driving like a crazy person and I immediately understood why there are not electric cars right like in the past <laughs> that fucking thing was it's they are so scary. Right. <laughs> That's what I've heard. Like I've seen videos of people going zero to sixty in like three seconds. And Dude, shit like it's that. so fast and it's so like it's just immediately quick. Kia, like, I don't even know how to explain it. Yeah, Kia, Kia has a real good one. I got to ride it. One of Robin's uh, cousins gave me a ride in his Kia, and it was electric. It's very cool, very neat. But like you yeah. said, it you're not paying attention. You end up around a pole. Yeah, man, they put so much power down like so fast to. The, you know what I mean? It's just immediately yeah. quick. It's so scary. Yeah. I want one. Man. I know. I, you know, <laughs> uh, speaking of like automated cars, I would ride. Like, they had an Uber service where it was just automated, which I know they're there. And I, I heard that they're coming to a couple cities or something. Yeah, they're like working that. on it. I'd be all right I, with that. I mean, I don't talk to the yeah. driver nine times out of 10 anyways. Exactly. So. Yeah. I have a, a pe- people phobia sometimes. You, you know, can't tell can. me that Tesla, that isn't in, on Tesla's roadmap, right? Oh, it has no, to it be. Is. Yeah. Well, that's what the whole Uber driver experience was about. It wasn't about people were arguing about, well, this is our job. No, it was just to collect data about how people drove and stuff for autonomous cars. So the well, whole, and, Yeah. It, and going to the people thing, 100% when, like, Uber rolled out, it was like, okay, if you want to talk to the person, sit in the front seat. If you don't, sit in the back. Yep. Like, that was an now established it's just turned rule. Into a, yeah, now it's just a new taxi. Yeah. Service. 
an unregulated taxi service. It's quite yeah. the way. If an Uber, Uber pulls up and I sit in the front seat and I'm by myself, he's going to look at me like I got three heads. Yeah, dude, straight him a bottle of, al- of alcohol. They could fucking even look at you weirder. No, that's for me. I drink it before I got the Uber. That's why I like, called hey, it. Take a shot, bro. <laughs> I know, right? If I'm going to ride in your car, I got to trust you. <laughs> yeah, and I would like to give what the, what they call it on uh, that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. They call it like a Johnny Cab or something. And uh, the guys, the, they get in that little car uh, where he goes back to Mars. Um, total Recall. Uh, total Recall. There, I just Total Recalled that. Uh, and yeah it was like a johnny cab and the thing turns around it's like a a mannequin almost oh yeah triloquist dummy talking at you that's that would creepy that's creepy i'd rather have nothing there to just i'd rather have nothing there than fucking max headroom turning his head 180 exorcist yeah you'll have nothing there it's it's so close already man i'm I'm excited about auto driving cars i see that's the kind of shit i love right like having no real traffic because they're all automated and they merge when they're supposed to. Yeah, oh, I'm 100 percent about that. <laughs> that sounds so and, good. Until to me. <laughs> I take my hacker, my car hacking business out and fuck with all of it just to ruin everyone's day. Right. Next, it's tubes, man. Everybody traveling by tubes. In your electric car in a tube. Yep. Yeah. When's the last I time like you went too. down like a tube slide Ooh. on a playground? That shit wasn't comfortable then. It ain't going to be comfortable no. with its first edition. I know, get, getting shot out of her mouth. <laughs> Dude, have you guys seen that slide in like Michigan? The bumpy slide that people go on? The bumpy right. slide? No. Have yeah. you? Jeff's seen it. Yeah, kind of serpentines really super quick, and it just jars people left and right on the oh, way. The there. one that throws them in the air. It goes up and down. Oh, oh. Is that oh what fuck it? all that. Oh, dude. Oh, okay. So it's like one of the ones at the carnivals? Um, Yeah, so this one, they have one in like, I, fuck, I don't know where it is. I want to say Michigan, maybe. I, I see Giant Side in Michigan is set to reopen after Bumpy Rides. Yep, that's the, on the Today Show. Yeah, that's okay, the one. That's, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like one of the ones that you would see at like a pop-up carnival. Yes. Yeah. And it's all metal. Yep. Watch people Where you have to put on the burlap sack. So I went on one of those. Uh, wife and I, so we... We lived in Kent, so you had Kent Cornucopia Days. And they legit brought one of those down to Cornucopia Days. And I legit got air off of one of the bumps. So I can see why this would be a problem. Yeah, apparently this one is, um, what do they call it? Monster something? Now I, I, I'm, I'm trying to find the specific one. But this one is well known oh, everyone's for fucking shit on this up. video. <laughs> <laughs> They're great, right? <laughs> fucking some ladies just sliding sideways on it. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think it is called like Monster Slide or something like that. Oh, Giant Bell, Bell Isle Slide, riding Detroit's Detroit's Giant Slide. Yes, Bell Isle Giant Slide reopened, and they don't give a shit, dude. Jeff, they throw people down this thing. Oh, I yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, very. Oh, it makes me so happy to watch people <laughs> jumping as they go flying down this thing. Uh, like this is this slide is the most '80s shit you could still <laughs> access today. Uh, so what else we got? Putt stuff. Uh, yeah, putt stuff. Let's talk about putt stuff before we get out of here. So putt stuff. Uh, I'm making an official decision as the event coordinator of the Grit City Podcast. Oh no, 22nd of July. So July 22nd. It's a Saturday. That's when we're doing putt stuff. Holy shit. That means it's real. Basically, none of us could settle on a date. And I know that people are catching up on the episodes. We're recording these a little bit ahead of time. 
We've heard it. Everybody has wanted to, has basically said, you guys need to nail down a date before I sign up. So July 22nd is when we're doing it. Even then, we've had a handful of signups on Patreon, on the Discord channel, yep. in the Putt Stuff channel, uh, even via email, puttstuff at critcitypodcast.com. People have signed up. They've let us know who they want their captain to be, any of the GCP hosts. Uh, make sure you get those signups in because we're doing first come, first serve. Unless you're Patreon, Patreon obviously is going to get some special treatments on this and some priorities. Yeah. But if you're signing up, make sure you get in earlier, the better. And let us know who you want to do some putt stuff with. I like all that. That makes me super happy. I like that we have a date too. Right? I do too. I, I, I know that we kind of, you know, peeling back the curtain a little bit. I kept saying, we need to pick a date. We need to pick a date. You guys are like, fuck it. Let's just put it out there. All right. You know what? I'm going to support that idea. But even like Brogan mentioned it on last week's episode, we need a date nailed down. So I just made a call. Perfect. (laughs) Now, I know that we talked a little bit uh, before we hopped on this. Uh, Scott, you had a little bit of uh, some worries about putt stuff, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not really worried about that. I think more everybody else worries about me. (laughs) <laughs> i'm not, not wrong I'm, right i'm just gonna go i'm gonna have a good time i might have a couple drinks before right i'm gonna hang I, out and i think everybody else is too but you're right we're gonna we're gonna be out in public and we're we're aware aware of our surroundings but yeah we we do have a mixture that sometimes like like if you if you mix certain chemicals yeah um, and well, yeah. i know like for us, we are the hosts mm-hmm. of GCP. We're the hosts of this event as well. We're going to be keeping an eye on everything. We're going to be nice and civil as far as public goes. It is a family-friendly place, so just kind of keep that in mind. Um, we might have to plan an after party, though. Yeah. Right. So th- yeah, that's that's what that's what I was thinking too. Yeah. Man, I wonder. Oh, pie in the sky. Maybe for putt stuff too. The other hole. Uh, we we can <laughs> we love it. We, oh we, fuck! I'll write that down in the notes right now. Hold up. We can have what? Uh, we we can we can get a party bus. Ooh. You know, you know that would take us there afterwards. Yeah, or yeah something. afterwards. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't it be yeah. Cool and that's for... something we would have to have a bigger sign up for, like more yeah, people committed to it. That, yeah, that's what I'm saying. We'll have more time and we'll get this 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 year our maiden voyage. The the virgin hole. Well, we will we will we will uh, work some kinks out for next year. I like this. I just bite my tongue on that kinks comment. <laughs> That's butt stuff three. <laughs> butt stuff three. Work the kinks out. No, yeah. I work the kinks in. Yeah. I I so legitimately like we were talking about going mini golfing this uh, upcoming weekend, right? Right. Yep. Depending on weather and unfortunately sicknesses have. Uh, Kind of kicked our asses this week. Yeah, uh, I I legitimately went on Amazon to try to find stuff for putt stuff for that photo shoot. Right. So I do. So I I still have some ideas for just just the general stuff. But yeah, I was going to get some low shots. You know, where for each one of us as team captain, boom boom boom, uh, where the camera is shooting up, looking upwards. You know, but you're holding down the club like you're getting ready to putt something. You know, little things like that. Oh yeah, no, uh, I, I I legitimately bought a uh, uh, a golf glove that's a skeleton hand, so I can flip off the camera with a ball. Oh no! Uh, but then I also started looking at it. I was like, how costume do I want to do this? Because I'm a fucking right. nerd. I have cosplay shit. I got 
you know, tons of Halloween costumes. What? So see, we didn't think about that. It, uh, can can you can we wear costumes? I, yes. I see no problem with that. I feel like if you want to wear a costume, wear a costume. Yeah, uh, Justin and Brogan could be vampires again. <laughs> <laughs> they go blah blah, <laughs> blah blah. That's oh my god, that's what it was when Brogan was on, and we're like, what did we want to talk to Brogan about? It was, it was vampire cosplay. Yep. So yeah, that's bitch. what it was. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna put it in the show notes so we don't forget it. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to fill your hole. Oh, that's fucking great. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Well, before we shit on the hosts that aren't here, let's go ahead and uh, wrap up this episode. Uh, if you're enjoying the podcast, make sure you visit gritcitypodcast.com. Uh, you can follow us over on Twitter. Uh, Scott, is that at GCP pod or? Um, it is um, grit underscore city, I believe. Perfect. Grit On underscore Twitter. city. You can hit us up there. Uh, we have all the emails. Again, if you want to set up for putt stuff, that's putt stuff at gritcitypodcast.com. Uh, any other parting socials, shout outs, shit like that we want to knock out? No, I think you got them all, man. Uh, yep. Go to our patron, Patreon and uh, be a patron. Yes, be a patron. Support the podcast as little as $1 a month. You get an entire gigantic back catalog, I believe. I don't know. I'm not a patron. I haven't paid. Yeah, you do. Shit. You get a uh, t-shirt, um, depending on on your thing. But um, even a dollar with the dollar, you get um, the whole back catalog. It's like uh, 120 episodes of, nice. of secret squirrel type stuff that nobody knows about. Right on. And yeah, and it really does help us out. I mean, we're paying for all of these events, putt stuff, you know, server hosting, plus just our time that we actually legitimately do spend on the show behind the scenes. That's all coming out of our pockets. So if you want yep. to help us out, patreon.com slash Grit City Podcasts. And until next time, stay gritty. You've been listening to the Grit City Podcast. Check them out at gritcitypodcast.com. Yeah.